Hello, dog. Hey, Karen. And uh, hey, listeners. Glad to be back with you guys. Sorry we took a week off, but life and scheduling and such got in the way. But here we are. Yeah. So I mean, my life. I mean, my sad life. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, you're making it sound like my life is the boring one. It is. It is. No, it's it my sad life. It's like, wah, wah. I mean, cue the tiny violins. <laughs> my, it was just, it was my just family uh, went on a Mexico. <laughs> my family went on a Mexico vacation and left me at home. <laughs> but not quite, because you had to drive them to the airport. I had to drive them to the airport at like. You drove them so they could leave you. Behind. Four o'clock in the morning, so that they could leave me here to take care of the dogs. The so, sacrifices we make, guys. They have been having the time of their lives all over Baja and I have been here dealing with here stuff yeah more than just watching Melrose no you know do you know what I to deal with no but you know what I did on Saturday like I was like Saturday I was like I'm gonna clean the house top to bottom I'm gonna do all of this stuff I was so friggin tired I just laid on the couch and rewatched Sweet Magnolias the show yeah Oh, I still haven't seen it. Is there a new, like, a second season that has already come to? Yes, the second season has come a while ago. Did you did you rewatch all of it? I well, I had already watched the second season. Like, I had just finished the second season, and then I, <laughs> and then Saturday rolled around, and I was like, I'm just gonna start it again from the top. And so, but I only got I only got the first season rewatched, so it wasn't it wasn't as pathetic as it sounds but yes i did rewatch. i think it sounds lovely we can discuss that on the uh on the boulevard if you like um sure. but uh we've but but yeah no notice i did not say i binge watched melrose i well i didn't know where that that sentence was going for a bit and i thought there's no way <laughs> and there wasn't <laughs> there, no there was no way i could barely get through um this episode the night the lights went out on melrose where season se- seven episode i don't even know what the 13 fuck. lucky 13. number 13. Oh, oh that's that's it so well that's funny you say that because we so we took about two weeks off um it was like the last thing I wanted to do was, was to finally watch this episode. I'm sorry, guys, but full disclosure, we've been transparent that this is a slog right now in the show. Um, it's You know how you said like getting through the episode was like hard? For me, just getting to the episode <laughs> was something I procrastinated. So when did you actually watch this? Like, was it like five hours ago? Oh! Four hours ago? <laughs> All right, I'm I'm better than you. I te- I I try and watch on Monday nights. So like I try we and watch the to, night before. My goal. We record these on Tuesdays typically. My goal was to spend some part of Sunday watching it. And sometimes we're just like we want to watch other things, um, or we're away. We're you know we're visiting. We're out. Whatever. Um, but by then we do it on Monday. And this week we we're like, uh, let's just keep clearing out the DVR and we'll get to the Melrose eventually. And so that's what we did, but I watched it, I got it in and uh, I'm a dumber person for it. So yeah, this won't be a very positive recap. Unless I'm wrong and it's just me. No, it's just (sighs) boring. There's just no the the show had at its prime was this whole X factor. 
there was just something like fun and unique going on the whole time. And now it's like no one wants to be there. You can tell. The actors yeah. don't. Everyone yeah. in the writer's room, I'm going to guess, the same is true for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only one that even seems to be trying at this point is um, Heather Locklear. I think she's still trying. I think so. And I also think um, Thomas Clavro is still trying. But the problem with Thomas Clavro is he's actually trying too hard. Yes. Are you are you getting exactly that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he's, he's almost, he's kind of, and we never got this from him. And now he's like overacting. He's playing up the, the ham factor. He, you're absolutely right. He's leaning in so far. He's stumbling and falling down. That's yeah. And I don't know if it's right. because he obviously can't trust the writers or if he's just trying to sort of like, you know, on the hamster wheel, like I'm running as fast as I can, you know, I, I don't, it. I don't know. I honestly think that's it. Yeah. So, so, I mean, with the two, I, I, I mean, I still think that, um, Oh shit! I can't think of the actor's name. Megan. Megan. Kelly uh, Rutherford. Kelly Rutherford. I still think that she is. I find her the most watchable. Yeah, I mean, she's not bad. I just find Megan too dull. I don't, I don't mind think she her dull. Anything. I think that I think that she's. I think I kind of don't mind her doll, really. But you don't disagree that there's a dullness there. Oh, I mean, there's a dullness through every single storyline. Well, some of them aren't dull. They're they're charging too hard, and that's a problem. We'll get to that with Lexi. <laughs> yeah, but even though Lexi is charging hard, I still find it dull, right? Because well, it's not. Guess, well, it's, also, it's not working because it's not it's, working. Yeah, and it's also one note. It's sort of like. We've, well, we've, we've been here before. All of our characters have one note. Yeah, play. we've been here before. We've been here before. We've been here before. And they're just not giving us anything new. So they're just kind of keeping everything. Like, Lexi's still a vixen and a bad person. Yeah. And Megan, it, as much as I like her, she's still the hooker with the heart of gold. More and, so now than ever. Like, like completely full of, like, forgiveness yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael's still a cad, and mm. Jane is still boring. Yeah. And you know, you know, and and Kyle's still a bad actor, but still easy on the eyes. Sure. And, and Ryan is still kind of similarly Cro-Magnon. Yeah, yeah, and he's not as easy on the eyes. And oh, uh, what's his face? Fashion designer still has that jaw. Alex Bastian. Yeah, Alex yeah. Bastian has the jaw. That I don't the, the American dad jaw. So I don't know. It just <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and we forgot. We forgot Peter. 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 We didn't. We didn't. We, did, we, we really. I mean, and Peter and Eve is just like, oh my god, kill me now. Yeah, it might be my least favorite storyline. Oh, it is the worst. But here's the thing, and we're gonna get to it from the beginning because it's like the one taste of Lexi we get in this episode, this is now a show where it's not just Amanda likes Peter or Peter is stuck on Amanda or Lexi is pining for Peter. Everyone's in love with Peter. Everyone is crazy for this guy. <laughs> this macho douchebag guy that's been like so horrible in so many ways. And now they practically are literally having characters fall over. <laughs> Do you know? Okay, because so I watch this on Hulu, and and I we do. pay and we pay for like no commercials. Oh right. Okay, 
I I was just I just was wondering if I'm like, oh man, I wonder if I had commercials if I would be like looking forward to them while I was watching this. No, and I have a reason why. It drags it out. Well, (laughs) yes, it does. But I think to get people to to change over to the plan you're on, there's more commercials now than there used to be on Hulu. Oh, really? I think where there used to be like, okay, 30 seconds here, 45 seconds here, 90 here, it's now two minutes or three minutes. They're longer. Really? Now, one thing that I noticed that they were doing, and this is part of the reason why we were like, oh my God, we're just paying extra for ad free. They would run the same commercial like four times in a row. Yeah. Oh yeah. They still do still do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was like, that, that was like, that was crazy making. Yeah. So I, maybe I'm crazy. Okay. Probably. I probably am. But you know who's obsessed? Who's obsessed? Lexi. Lexi. Yeah, we should get to this, right? So, okay, where we left off, it was a very clean ending at the last time. That's when Lexi started that horrible misogynistic rumor about Amanda sleeping with a guy to get that award. So Amanda basically denounced it and renounced everyone when she got the award and, and gave it to Lexi figuratively and literally um so this is like the morning after and megan comes to lexi's because she said lexi missed the 7 a.m staff meeting they get up early in la that's real remember, <laughs> this is before teams meetings you know <laughs> they weren't having like a zoom call at 7 a.m they get up early in la so Megan's like, I wanted to check on you. And Lexi has already been drinking. Um, and Lexi has figured out that Megan is the one who clued Amanda into the lie, which I don't really know what Lexi thought she was, uh, what her end game was with this lie. No matter what damage it did, it was always going to come back to her in some way at some point. But she tells Megan to leave her and that Megan is fired. And Megan is like, hey, I'm the only friend you've got. And then Lexi begins her, like, Blanche Dubois tirade. And she's like, don't you understand that I hate Amanda? Because Peter (laughs) is everything I ever wanted. And it's like, why? I know! Why? (laughs) Let them be each other's collateral damage and move on. Also, don't say Peter is everything you ever wanted. Because there was a, like, five-episode arc last season where all you wanted was Coop again. Mmm, good point. I had forgotten about Coop. I mean, that's your memory being selectively amnesiac, but uh, to help you survive. Um, And it's just, I mean, I'm just like, Lexi, calm down. This is dumb. I mean, this is some of the worst writing. And and Megan's like, I've been where you have been, which is maybe not exactly. Um, And... (laughs) And she's like, I'm here if you need a shoulder to cry on or a ride to AA. And I'm like, that's not very sensitive. Wait, did um, she really say a ride to AA? I th- yeah, with like a oh smile God, on her face. You know, I didn't was catch drinking. that. Oh my God, I totally didn't catch that. <laughs> I'm like, that, you think you're being cute. But that's shit. <gasps> oh my God, I totally missed the AA crack. That's really funny. <laughs> It is. It just belongs with better characters. Yeah. On a, maybe on a different season of a different show. Well, I mean, that's how bad it is, right? Like that, like that, that something that funny just went right past me. 
Like that's because it's it's all so bad. Like I'm I'm paying half-assed attention. Yeah, because all you really want to do is get to the end of the scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's like it's like as soon as it starts, I'm like, how long? How much longer? Yeah. You know. Anyway. Uh, exactly, and I don't think they're. Oh yeah. So in the end, Megan has saved her job because Lexi's like, you're too good of a friend to fire. And it's like, I mean, you writers will just do anything to to cut off your coyote arm and and keep this show moving. Um, Again, if they do something right, I will say so. I will call the writers out on the good stuff, too. There's, I just can't find it. Well, the AA crap was great. Too bad it was lost in a... Too bad we were too busy waiting for the scene. Yeah, we were too busy Um, waiting for everything to end to even notice it. Yes. (laughs) Maybe I misheard, but I'm pretty sure I heard. Um... And we're still in the cold open, and Kyle and Amanda are coming back. And, the, you know, it's the morning after. The sun is up. Lexi has already missed her 7 a.m. butt crack call. Um, so I don't know if they were out partying or if they got a room at the hotel or if they literally walked back, which would take them that long to get to Melrose. Um, and, of course, Eve is around. Um, and she congratulates Amanda because she realizes that, um, I guess, that Amanda won or handled the situation right. And then Eve just immediately starts talking about how she's crazy about Peter. That's two in the cold open. That is two of our characters that are, are already crazy about, about Peter. Crazy for Peter, who is an attempted murderer in ex-con, but whatever. We've um, conveniently forgot about that. And and right as Eve is saying this about Peter, Peter opens the door because they're out in the courtyard, and he's like, "Oh, Eve, I was just calling your apartment um, to see if you want to come in for coffee." And then she goes in. And then we hear his pager going off and he's like, uh, she's like, do you have to go? And he's like, yeah. And here I was about to seduce you over coffee. See, suave guy. This is why all the ladies are so crazy. (laughs) Um, And she's like, well, come over to dinner at my place instead and I'll make all your dreams come true. So, you know, um, good for Eve really taking it slow. Uh, Post credits. So Jane has been staying at Melrose Place because she and Michael are going to do this thing where they, like, re-court until they get married. But they're getting married in, like, seven minutes anyway. Um, And so Jane has gone to the beach house. And she sees that there's, like, there's, like, all these contract workers there. Um, And Michael says, oh, yeah, the foundation needs reinforcement. The beams are weak. Um, And... And um, so, but it's really a ruse. He paid these guys to be out there just so when Jane went there, she would see that and would give Michael an excuse um, to not be in the house. Because uh, he's going to move back into Melrose Place too, so he can keep an eye on Jane mm. from afar but closer. <laughs> um, but he takes out a number, he calls the contractors, and they're like, yeah, but it turns out there is $50,000 worth of structural damage to your house, and yeah. <laughs> you need to take out at least a two-month lease on an apartment somewhere else if we're going to do this work. Uh, uh. Um, so then Megan, who is uh, apparently beaming herself for traveling by map around Melrose, or about, around L.A., she comes to Amanda's with the award that Amanda had bestowed upon Lexi. And Amanda just throws it in the garbage. You know, she's like, Megan, you can have it. And Megan's like, I don't want it. And Amanda's like, yeah, I don't either. And she throws it out. Um, And Megan tells Amanda that what she did took a lot of guts. And Megan says, thank you. That really does mean a lot. Um, And she thanks Megan for having told Jane the truth in the ladies' room. 
last episode. Um, and so I guess they're all good. They have spelled out for us that Amanda knows what hoops Megan jumped through, which is nice. This means we can continue to just like and trust Megan. And then on her way out, she runs into Ryan. <laughs> this is funny. She goes, you haven't asked me out in a while. <laughs> because <laughs> that was all they had him doing for the first six weeks yeah that was actually kind of good <laughs> um and then we're back at melrose jane is coming home from the grocery store we know because she has a bag of chips or pretzels i think it's chips coming out of the the paper bag and she sees that michael has moved back into melrose place as well now here's the thing this is obviously a dumb storyline i think at least this should have been in a cold open this is the kind of scene that we should have opened an episode with where jane is just walking back into the courtyard and she is surprised to find michael there and he gives her this song and dance and we know that it's really going to backfire in any combination of ways but it's, it's sort of setting something up i'd rather have the scene back from the cold open be when megan goes to lexi and then we get a little bit of Lexi in the beginning because then we don't get Lexi again till the very end anyway. Right, so, you're right. Yeah, we didn't. She just kind of disappeared. Yeah, because here's the thing. If she can't show up and denounce herself as a villain and she just always does, then they don't actually have a way to weave her into anything because she doesn't really belong on the show because she doesn't vibe like any of the other characters vibe. Right. So I guess there's my anti-Lexi tirade. Um, but anyway, Michael is now living at Melrose. So he sees when Alex American dad, Job Bastion, comes over to talk to Jane. And they go into, uh, I guess, oh, the three of them go into Jane's apartment. And Michael says, oh, they go into Jane's apartment and Alex says that line, I never knew a doctor who has so much free time. Also true. Um, but then eventually Michael goes into the apartment and is just like listening to Alex and Jane sees that Alex is like really using her as his model. He says, I want you and the whole campaign that we're doing with the ad agency. Oh, right. Michael comes by to borrow some sugar. That's how he gets it. Okay. He does the neighborly thing of, can I borrow some sugar? Um, and so he hears Alex ask Jane to be his model for print ads and such. Um, and Michael then interjects and says, look, Jane is too nervous. She always shoots this stuff down. She's going to say no. And Jane is, says, like, oh, is that an ultimatum? Um, and she tells Alex, when can I start? And so Michael kind of, like, storms out, pouting. And then we're with Kyle and Ryan at his at Kyle's and Amanda's place. They're watching football. At least I think it was football. I think I heard them say something about flags. Um, and while Amanda's there, she gets a call from Eve. Peter is 30 minutes late for his dinner at Eve's place. So she thinks that, like, he's just standing her up. And Amanda, so that so that Kyle and Ryan don't hear her, she takes the phone out to, like, the, the stairway outside. Um, not to, like, not so that the guys don't hear as much as so that, like, she doesn't bother the guys talking over the game. Um, and while she's out there, she sees, oh, Amanda does tell Eve that Eve was dumb to say she'd make all of Peter's dreams come true. She's right. like, as your friend, that was stupid. Uh, as a viewer, that was also stupid. Uh, and she sees Peter in the apartment on the phone. So she tells Eve that, and then Eve just hangs up and storms right over with Amanda watching. And he apologizes. He's 
basically finishing up this call when Eve comes in. And it's something that seems legit and work-related. It's hospital stuff. And he apologizes for getting tied up. Um, and she says that she was afraid he was standing her up. Um, and they both reconcile. Like, they have this whole, like, wounded warrior side to Peter now that somehow is supposed to, like, make Eve great for him and vice versa. So they, like, make up and kiss, and Amanda's seeing this through the window, and then Peter and Eve sleep together, um, which tells me that they never ate dinner, so I bet they woke up very hungry the next morning. Okay. Um, Here, are you getting, I'm getting, like, single white female vibes from... Or, or like, what was that movie? Not yeah, movie. no, that was the movie. Yeah, crazy, yeah, crazy, crazy woman, crazy woman yeah. vibes from Eve. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I think that those are the vibes they want you to get. Okay, okay, because yeah. it's just she's so like she's so erratic, she's so impulsive. Yeah. I, oh, he. Oh, I said the wrong. Oh, he doesn't like me. Oh, he. And she's like hanging on to Amanda like a crutch. And again, we still don't know the backstory between even Amanda. Yeah, they're not even like parceling it out. They they just put a pause on that. And it's making me crazy. Yeah, I don't blame you. Because I want to know, like, what what is this relationship? They have like... to be getting ready to start giving us more. I don't remember how much longer it takes. Because this is like this is this is serious. Like Amanda doesn't treat anybody like this. Like she's very patient. She's very kind. She's very supportive, and she's not like that yeah yeah she doesn't yeah she doesn't have that maternal instinct for anyone else so there's there's a relationship here and we're not getting what it is and it's making me nuts yeah and they've already told us that there is a relationship but they have not given us any more background as to what that relationship is zero hints and now they're yeah instead of slowly doling that out they're just they're just skipping that part for Mm -hmm. episodes anyway Um, so now it's, and I think it's before work on another weekday, Megan and Ryan are playing basketball, um, and they're interrupted because they hear a car come to a halt and, uh, had done so to break from hitting a stray dog. So they take this cute little dog in, and of course it has to be a secret because Amanda has a no dog policy, so it's going to stay in Ryan's apartment. Cute, cute dog. Cute puppy. Um, and now we're at the photo shoot and Jane is having qualms about posing and she doesn't feel beautiful in her dress and Amanda's there and she tries to talk Jane out of it, but Jane decides to quit the modeling part of this campaign. And while she's taking the dress off, Alex makes it clear to Amanda that he wants this campaign and he wants Jane. Um, and can Amanda change her mind? Um, and Amanda basically tells Jane separately, like, to dump Michael and get with Alex. <laughs> yeah. And then she also tells Jane that she has to reimburse. Yeah, yeah. She's like, and by the way, you're going to have to give him, I think that comes later, but she's like, yeah, you're all the, the modeling fee and all the costs that, that we lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did that come later? Was that something? To... Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's coming later because, yeah, cause something else has happened at that point too. Okay. Um, so Megan and Ryan are sneaking the puppy up to Ryan's apartment. And that's when Jane comes over to Michael's and and then they go to bed and eve leaves a message for peter while he's coming out of the shower and this whole sequence is bizarre um because he like hears the voicemail while he's like coming out of the shower with this like really serious look on his face and we keep going back and forth to eve at kyle's now singing i can't make you love me if you won't um 
and it's like uh it's like a music video and we're going back and forth and we see her singing at the club and we see peter walking around in his towel skirt and pouring himself a drink and it's like like i got like um uh rick springfield vibes like Corey hart like it was i was like this is like a sequel to jesse's girl it's peter brooding alone and she's <laughs> singing and then we just went to commercial <laughs> You know, uh, but the problem is, like, Peter can have Amanda's girl, if you will. Like, he can have her. Um, and I'm not really sure if he's being hesitant or why, because it hasn't really been clear. And as you've alluded to, Eve is so crazy and flies off the handle when there isn't a reason that I'm not clear that there is a reason yet for her to be um, instinctively feeling. But anyway... Amanda has other problems, too. She storms into Michael's apartment to yell at him and Jane. So this is when it happens. Oh, she, this is when uh, she... And that's when she says she's not going to have Jane lose this Alex Bastion account, and she's to return her modeling fee, and she's to apologize. Um, and she leaves, and Jane's like, now I remember why I couldn't wait to move out of this yeah. building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She storms in, and <laughs> Jane and Michael are, like, in bed. Yeah. It's like first thing in the morning. She just let herself in. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I mean, of course. Yeah. Um, and on her way out, Amanda sees Eve just sitting with her legs in the pool. Um, and she's like, yeah, I think Peter's avoiding me. You know what they say. Give a man sex and he'll never call you again. I guess I'm just a one night stand. And it's like even the world's tiniest violin ain't playing for you, Eve. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, you know, Amanda has taken Eve on as a, a cause. And so she goes straight to Peter's office to talk about Eve. Um, and she says that, I know that you slept together. He goes, did you read it in the building newsletter? And I was like, Oh, is that a job opening I could apply for? Cause they really need one. It's like, I mean, Peter, you've been on the show for five years. Don't you know, everyone knows everything. Um, and Amanda asks if he is using Eve to make her jealous. Um, and he goes, and people call me arrogant. And with that, he like, storms into the elevator and then even though she's been like told off she gets in the elevator after him and of course this is when they get stuck in the elevator because yeah. this is when we get the where we get the title of the episode from um so the next thing we see is michael comes home or to his new home at melrose place uh and he explains that there's apparently a citywide blackout um, and Michael is telling Ryan this before he like falls into the pool. Which... Michael fall into the pool, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan is up on his balcony. Michael is like talking up at him in his suit, having come just from work, and falls into the pool. And at first, I was like, "Oh, this is like a dumb bit of business to show that Michael is a klutz." But now I'm like, you know what? This is actually a carefully placed uh, plot point. Uh, because of what's about to, to happen. So yeah, citywide, it's not like there's a problem with the elevator itself. There is a power outage across LA. Um, so we get back to Peter in the elevator with Amanda. And he says, you know, like, what's going on with Eve has nothing to do with Amanda. And he go, and she asks why he doesn't return her calls. And he, I guess what he says is he doesn't want to hurt Eve the way he did when he ruined the marriage to Amanda. So instead of taking action that might result in her getting hurt he's being inactive so that she doesn't get hurt but she's crazy so she's gonna get hurt no matter what um and amanda tells him to stop sabotaging and she's like i think you think you hurt people but you're really just 
preventing yourself from getting hurt, which is like a lot of pop psychology without without like more concrete example to back it up because I don't really think that's who Peter is, but whatever. Hmm. Um, and then Eve talks to Kyle because she walked, I guess they've been at uh, the restaurant. Um, she comes in and she's dressed similar to Lexi. So it, I thought it was Lexi entering the scene because she's wearing like one of those like slip dress things but no it's um it's eve and you know like well those slip dress things were like they the were very style. 98 yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was the, the style um, i had a slip dress i mean of course and if you had one you probably had five no i only had one. Oh, all right i only had one that's efficient um <laughs> so she and kyle are talking and he's playing the piano and I'm not sure I knew that he could play. I, had no I don't idea. remember that. It was um, pretty good, too. Yeah, I thought so, too. And, you know, Kyle says something about we all have our secrets because he's like, there's still something in the back of his head about Peter and Amanda, and he just fucking hates Peter so much. Um, as much as I hate these stories. <laughs> and, you know, and Eve says she got carried away with her feelings for Peter. Um and we're back at Melrose. So uh, Michael has emerged from the pool and Jane is toweling, toweling him off. And he says that he called her at the office and she wasn't there. So where was she? And then she just kind of pivots and seduces him or she tries to, starts to. Um, but then he says, you know, because he had to go and get more stuff from the house to move into his apartment. So he says he left his TV and clock radio in the car. And she's, <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite part. I'm not sure you're laughing at what I'm laughing at. She goes, "You better get them because there's been some looting in the neighborhood." Yeah, I'm just laughing at this whole thing. Okay, go ahead. So, so she says she will be waiting for him at her place. So she's like getting sexied up and lighting candles and stuff. And he gets his CTV and he gets his clock radio out of the car, and we're hearing all of uh, you know this audio of radio reports of the looting and all of a sudden a cop car pulls over and they start questioning michael they think he is a looting suspect that he's taking advantage of the the power outage um and it and it's a male cop and a female cop and the male cop happens to be a black cop um so we've basically got reverse optics on the typical situation and michael's like no i live here and i'm a doctor and you know i can just go inside and they're like i bet you wouldn't have anything that could prove that and he's like well i just fell in the pool so my license is all like washed up <laughs> and they arrest him dear listener they cough him and they stick him in the back of the car again all the things Michael has done over the seven years of the show, and while I think he may have been arrested before for something stupid like hitting Coop, I don't know, um, he's arrested for this. Something he is totally innocent of, because he lives in Melrose, as we know. Um, so more with that in a second, but now we have a, 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 a sidebar with Megan and Ryan. They're drinking wine together in his apartment with the dog, the cute puppy. Um and he says, you know, he really wants to impress her. And she goes, why? We're just friends. And then he goes, I have an idea. And he shows her the two climb up to the roof that you can actually go up to the roof. And he goes, he has been fascinated by the evening sky ever since they were in Arizona. Well, 
just looking at this guy on the side of the road. And they finally kiss. But then they don't do it. They don't go any further because she pulls away and heads back downstairs. Of course she does. I mean, exactly. So Jane is getting ready for Michael. And this gets creepy because she's not suspecting anything. Someone walks into her apartment and starts kissing her from behind. But it's Alex, American dad job, Bastion. I was so trippy and gross. And I was like, ew. It was gross, especially, and this doesn't go acknowledged, but, you know, like, this was a character who had been the victim of sexual violence just a couple years ago. So it's not, it's extra not cool. Um, And then she realizes that it's him, and she asks him to leave, and he kind of keeps kissing her for a bit. Um, And then he agrees to leave, but, but, like, really grossly insists that Jane really wants him. So, I mean, look, if I'm Jane, at this point, I have to have a conversation with Amanda, but I don't think that's going to be i don't think that's gonna the happen. next in the series of events Mm-mm. okay no more suspense we're back in the police car <laughs> or in the back of the police car with michael you know and he keeps trying to give reasons like he's like hey you can't just do this to me i'm a valuable citizen one of my patients is a deputy da which like that would have been good to know at some point we could probably use that character 80 storylines in the last five years you know, he keeps arguing with them, but then they see a black man looting somewhere else, and they both pull over and get out of the car, and they leave <laughs> both of the front driver doors open, and, and some what... other goon hops into the driver's seat and peels away with Michael in the back seat. And this is when Melrose Place turns into After Hours L.A. Yeah. Because so... <laughs> that's all I kept thinking of through this whole, like, scenario with Michael in the back of the cop car traveling through LA with this goon. And it was just like, Oh my God, this is like after hours LA style. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's very, uh, verite. Um, Oh, so this is also dumb. Amanda, we're back in the elevator and Amanda's getting kind of antsy. So he's like, well, there, there is a one way out and he hoists her up so she can get through the top of the elevator. And there's like some, cringy business you know with with him saying that he likes the view and her putting her foot smack dab in his like eye in his nose um and so amanda's on top of the elevator and i guess she's just gonna open the elevator doors and walk down all of the flights of stairs i don't i don't really know but right when she's on top of the elevator her cell phone her primitive kind of cell phone rings and since she can't access it Peter answers the phone and or she says, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Kyle. And he says, oh yeah, it's Carl. Like just a random way to like I diss know. Kyle, but I it know. didn't really work. It, it didn't was land. Stupid. It was really stupid. Um, so he picks up the phone and of course Kyle's annoyed that it's Peter answering. Um, and then he gets the phone up to Amanda and she says that she'll be there soon. So that's all we really have of them in the elevator. It's not like no, no real, dramatic thing happened they didn't have sex there wasn't some big confession there certainly wasn't a big reveal about who eve is or why amanda is so attentive to her um and the next time we see amanda she'll be back on the ground um so now we're back to michael who is in the back seat um of the car and this goon is now stealing tv sets he's he's looting some store um so then the because the like the rear passenger doors are open Michael is able to get out. So then he like, you know, is able to pivot and he can't unhandcuff himself 
but he can get his legs out from under him. So then he runs into the driver's seat and with his hands cuffed, starts driving away in the stolen cop car. Um, and then we interrupt that with another scene of Megan and Ryan um, back in the apartment. And she tells them that he's not her type and to stay away. Um, and then she runs downstairs. And at this point, Jane said, Michael was going to come back. I haven't seen him. Do you know where he is? And Megan's like, oh, do you still think we're having an affair? And Jane's like, no, I'm just worried that he might be, you know, kidnapped or dead. Uh, and then Michael, maybe one of the few good deeds he's ever done, drives to the police station and all the cops there turn their guns on him. Because, you know, he gets there, he's driving erratically because he can't really control the steering wheel with the, the cuffed hands. Um, and like one of the, the cops, you know, like shoves him down onto the hood when he gets out. So what's going to happen to Michael? And then I don't think anything interesting happens the rest of the episode because it's all either Peter, Eve, or Lexi. Um, <laughs> yeah, Amanda comes to Kyle and tells them about Peter and Eve and how they should like to have Peter out of their lives and they kiss some more at the restaurant. And it's like this whole thread through the episode, I don't really know what the story is because I think we've already had this where Amanda's like, I just want Peter and Eve to be together because then neither of us has to worry about Peter ever again. And at this point, it's Amanda just keeps bringing Peter up. So, you know, Kyle's spidey sense is not wrong to, to keep being piqued. And then Peter is finally returning to the apartment and he goes up to Eve's apartment and she's just getting back. I don't know from where, because I don't think she's been at Kyle's for a while. Um, or it could be they all just missed each other. And she sees him and he tells her that he doesn't want to make her a double night stand. He really wants a relationship. I mean, they're really making Peter look like this stunted guy, like a barely functioning adult. And that's not him. He's an experienced and entitled man-child. But right then, and this is where it gets extra stupid, with Peter and Eve talking and basically defining their relationship, Lexi shows up. And she looks at her and she says, oh, you're with Peter. He's going to use you and abuse you. And then he's going to break your heart. And Peter's like, what are you doing here, Lexi? And she's like, the AC isn't working. And my pool is closed or I don't have a pool. So I wanted to go for a swim. So, so she came all the way to Melrose Place. So she drove all the way to Melrose Place. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have AC in your car, Lexi. Yeah. Good point. Um. And Peter and Eve just walk into her apartment as she goes into the pool and she's skinny dipping. Um, and Peter tells Eve that she's the best thing that ever happened to him. And then we cut up to Ryan who can see out his window that Lexi is skinny dipping. And we've got the whole real 80s with light and shadow and saxophone. So it's covering and obscuring all the right bits. Um, and she sees him and she shouts and invites him in. Um, and he just closes his blinds and we fade out on her swimming in the place where she no longer lives. Oh. Which, the, I mean, if Lexi wasn't in this episode at all, I would have been okay too. Yeah. So that was the episode, guys. I know. Probably changed your world. God, it was stupid. It was. It was. It was. I'm uh, of the mind that we're inching closer to getting more information about the Amanda Eve connection. So maybe that'll happen next week. Well, that'd be nice. I thought that maybe we'd get more, you know, now like this episode, but now I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they seem to be waiting to peel something else back about Eve. 
which it would make sense to know more about Eve and then just have her slightly more naturally, slightly less hurriedly get into this relationship with Peter. But you can't always get what you want. Right. Boy. So there we are. That was the episode. Are any of you listening or watching along with us? Because I would love to hear anyone else's thoughts on I, what this episode and what this season is doing. I think everybody else gave up. I think so, too. Talking into the void. We are talking into the void, but that's okay. We're going to finish. Yeah, we're going to keep going and uh, and hope that we'll have a less voidy uh, trip on the boulevard. So yes. please... To the anyone who's listening, I hope you're also catching us talking about some current stuff. That we like. That we do like. And maybe stuff that we're not. But that that we're liking more. But it's not Melrose Place. More than this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So okay, you guys have a great week. And we will be back later on the block. Bye. <laughs>